Hey guys, good afternoon. It's a beautiful day here in the east of our nation, Nigeria. Sunny and hot as usual, but if it hasn't killed us yet, it probably won't. I'm so happy, you guys. The love you show from your comments to your reviews, it's all wonderful, and I am indeed very grateful. Well, today, my people, our topic is the very much long-awaited discovering your love language. It's a question a lot of people have been asking because everybody wants to know this but nobody puts any work into actually figuring it out. Our love language describes how we receive love from others and a lot of people have absolutely no idea as to what really could be their love language. Okay, I'm not even going to front because I honestly didn't pay much attention to love languages until a lot recently actually. I just thought it was another hokey concept created to sell books but when one of my very good friends, a woman I look up to, mentioned it to me last year, I started my basic research. First off, what is a love language? In a nutshell, they are the ways we show love and interpret love back. It's the language which we speak when expressing love because the action of love is different for everyone and as such there might be room for misinterpretation and people can mistake that for lack of connection or the possible I don't love you back syndrome. Well, according to the angry therapist, there are five love languages and in this episode, I tried as much as possible to simplify them for easy digestion. But before I go on, I told you guys I had a little surprise for you people. Well, there is a very talented gentleman here with me and I'm talking about none other than Mr. Agupusi Chizurum popularly known by the masses as Latro. Now, if you've ever heard of Latro photography here in Abakinki, he's the celebrity behind the camera. It's good to have you here today, Latro. It's good to have you. Okay. <laughs> I've been looking for ways to get him to come on the show. And finally, Latro is here. Wherever you are, if you can give him a round of applause, please do. Now, Latro, we are talking about discovering your love language. First of all, I'll start with this. Do you have a love language, Mr. Latro? Yes, I do. I think everybody does. Okay, so what is your love language? What's information and probably service. Okay, acts of acts services of and words of information. Well, um, I said that I tried to simplify them. The angry therapist has given us a list and then there are five. So we'll begin with words of affirmation. Now, some people are very expressive, right? Take me for instance, if I'm into you, or that you will be getting videos, photos, texts, emails. It's just the way I'm wired to show love. For some, this might be annoying or too much. And it's even worse if the energy is unmatched. Showing love through words and affirmation doesn't only mean complimenting your partner with I love yous or I'm thinking about yous. Am I right, Latro? Because it's, it goes beyond compliments. But bummer is, if this isn't your love language, Hurtful words and character assignation cuts deeper than the people who don't speak this language. So I think it's safer if we ask people or people get to find out what really, um, if, if really words of affirmation is their love language. Anyways, before I proceed, I have a question for you, Latro. As a man, what would you consider as words of affirmation for you? For me, um, I think there are words like, you are doing well, keep it up. I believe in you, you can do this, I trust you, I love you, I think, yeah. Okay. Things around this area. But is that really enough for a partner? 
assuming your 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 partner is a drama queen is that really you know so people say action speaks louder than words so how does that match words of affirmation as a love language well it depends on the um current phase where you guys are so because of what's going on in the relationship from time to time you need assurances you need um, encouragement you need words that makes you know that your partner believes in you and what you are doing in the relationship and all that so it's just basically words around um, around that you can basically underline the exact words that your partner has to use i mean people use words differently so um, depending on what's going on in the relationship just words that don't tear you down Okay, thank you so much, Lakshu. Well, number two on our list from the Angry Therapist is quality time. Some people love attention. I know I do, and I'm um, unapologetically too. Showing love by giving someone your full attention, not just making an effort to spend time with them. Now, this sounds extreme, but guys, we live in a world where people find it hard to understand the need for certain priorities. Now, Lakshu, I've been in a relationship where the guy told me not to expect him to abandon everything and everyone that he knows and focus on me. Uncle even called me selfish. So I don't know, do you think he was a bit unreasonable by calling me selfish for asking him to spend more time with me? Oh yeah, even though we don't know the true story anyway. But <laughs> uh, well, okay. I, I believe if you love someone, you have to make time for them. Okay. You have to make time more than the kind of time you have for a normal friend. You have to make ample mm. time for them. And it doesn't make sense for your partner to make your partner demand for your time. Exactly. It doesn't make sense to leave them that option. But then at the same time, it also doesn't mean the partner should be unreasonable with the amount of time that they demand. Yeah, I think it's always a balance. Okay, so how do you deal with an over-demanding partner? Um, I've not had an over-demanding partner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In the in the case that you probably would in the nearest future, God forbid, how would you deal with it? Of course, I won't. So I won't. <laughs> Why are you running away from the question? No, I know the kind of things I, I attract, so the person won't come to me. But then, if any of you is in this kind of situation, I, I just pray God that <laughs> probably that you should um, you should make time. But then, of course, like we said, like I said earlier. It's all about maturity and balance. Yeah. There is no way you can satisfy somebody who is extra. Somebody who demands too much of time. There's always too much of everything. So as long as it is way too much than you can take. So no you're saying set priorities, it. right? So if your partner is on the list of the people who are important to you, you should treat your partner as such. Well, guys, you heard it from Lakshro. So number three. On the angry therapist list, we have receiving gifts, the all-time favorite, because everybody loves a little surprise package, the kind that doesn't come only on Valentine's Day. You see, showing love through things does not mean you're materialistic, or does it? No. Because I think some people are a bit extravagant. They feel that you have to always give them gifts. If you don't give them gifts, the relationship is not working. So how would you feel with having to deal with a partner who always has a request to make? That's why you should not date an idiot. You should not date somebody <laughs> who does not have sense. <laughs> but you know you don't really call the shots in these things now. You don't call the shots. In, in yeah, but I mean there are things that are that are moderate. There are things that are excessive. There are things that are moderate and there are things that are excessive. You don't go around demanding gifts every day of the week. 
I mean, of course, the things that determine whether your partner buys you gifts, part of what determines it is financial level of your partner. Yeah. Uh, your you are not dating the richest man in the whole world, so there are certain gifts you should never demand. But then, every man who is generous will want to spend on the person who is dating. The frequency is now another issue. Uh, so, I, I believe if you know the kind of man you have, if you know the kind of um, money he makes, you should know how to. Um, go around. I don't even think the gifts should be demanded. Just make him see reasons why he should. So he should be tough. He should be thoughtful, and he shouldn't be demanding. Exactly. Okay. Well, um, the fourth one says physical touch. Now, I would like to ask Lacho, is there a difference between physical touch and sex, or do they both have like something in common? I think physical touch is touch that is physical. It doesn't have to be um, that deep. It okay. just um, slight touches, rub on the head, um, a tap on the shoulder, I like you, or I like what you're doing, I love you. All those assurance touches, grab okay. their hands in public to make them feel safe and assured. You know, all those um, cuddles along the road. So how do you deal with a partner who is um, who is tactile, a partner who doesn't appreciate PDA? How do you deal with that? Well, um, you don't have to... I don't know how... They deal with it because I don't have it. <laughs> okay, this so, conversation is so one-sided. <laughs> so I don't know, but then the truth is, um, you can always talk things over to get them to start appreciating it, or you can always find a way to mellow down on how you demand it. For example, I can, I, I think I know a couple who the wife is not so big on those public shows of stuff, but then once in a while. I see them make videos and then post online. Mm-hmm. So it's something they did in private. Yeah. But then she's okay with them sharing it, mm-hmm. what she was not used to doing before. So that's different. It doesn't mean you're walking to a bank and start kissing in front of everyone. So how would you feel if maybe you're walking down the road one day and maybe you just want to hold your partner's hand and your partner just like lets your hand go? How would you feel? Maybe well, you try to peck her on the cheek and she pulls away. How would you feel? I will first of all understand she's not used to it. Then um, okay. I won't feel embarrassed. I'll be like, okay. Um, I think when we get home, we'll have to talk about it. I'll be yeah. like, I like doing this once in a while. Whatever she says, we'll find a way to go around it. Okay. Then if, but if we have talked about it and she says, okay, we'll try it, and then I do it, then I think I'll be embarrassed by that situation. Okay, so um, last but not least, we have acts of services. Now, guys, this is probably the most overlooked love language ever. I don't know if you agree with me, actually, because people in our present day life think acts of services are enslavement techniques. It's laughable, I know, but it's also not funny. Servicing or doing something for someone doesn't mean you are submissive or that you are a husband or wife material, because a lot of people think that when you come to somebody's house and you eat and you wash plates, it definitely means that you are a wife material. I don't know, do you agree to this theory? No, I don't. I don't, actually. Um, I mean, we can do stuff for our friends, for people who are not even our partners. Exactly. I mean, I can run an errand for somebody, I can drive them and drop them somewhere. Somebody can come to my house and help me cook, and yes, we are not partnerally involved, whatever that English means. <laughs> yeah, so it's just that these days, people are too careful not to be used. That's why they come up with all this defensive um, stuff. But they say to be forewarned is to be forehand, right? So it's better to be cautious about all these things. But anyways, um, love languages are not an excuse to not stretch 
how you show love, like your true or false. Very true. Would you like to elaborate more on that for us? If I say no. Eh? <laughs> if you say yes, you said yes. I said love languages are not an excuse to not stretch how you show love, true or false, and you said true. So I'm asking you to elaborate. Well, I feel like um, love language is a means where people should. Um, it's an avenue for people to be more intimate okay. with their partners. It's not a means. Not it doesn't mean you should have all your needs met. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of compromises to be made. Okay, so I think it's for you a way for you to learn your partner and have your partner learn you, and after if you work towards something. Okay. So it's basically a compromising. You have to compromise everything as yeah. far as you guys are together. Of course, because you have to understand this is now unless two of you have the same exact kind of love languages. But if it's if it's not the same, somebody is learning how to love you the way you want to be loved. Exactly. So you should give them time. You should not expect them to become like you or to have your love language. So what if this? Sudden. What if you've given time to this person and the person is just dormant? There are, people are, there are people who are slow learners. Exactly. Right? So, what do you do with that? People, you, if you decide to be patient enough to let them grow into it, fine. At least let it be that they are showing effort. Okay. Yeah, there are people who are nonchalant about it. They don't care about your love, they don't care about meeting your love. You just keep going anyhow. That's not what I'm saying. There are people that you know that these people are intentional about trying to love you because it is something that has to be done. If not, you can, I can be loving you, and as long as you don't feel loved whatever i'm doing is bullshit so for the fact that i'm making efforts to love you how you want to be loved well guys that's it you have heard it now you might have a primary love language one or two that gravitates towards the most but that only means you should work on the other ones actually that's what she said so you speak fluent love and not broken love look i might be wrong but I always say this, I'm not a know-it-all, I'm still learning myself, so make corrections where you deem necessary. Thank you so much, Latro, for joining us today on the Purple Podcast. We're so grateful, Sam. Thank you for inviting me. Now, do you have anything you want to tell us, like maybe a word of advice, encouragement to us who are in entanglement, situationships, relationships, what, what would you have to say to us? Yeah, I don't have anything to tell anybody that's in <laughs> entanglement or relationship. <laughs> I only have to talk for people who are in relationships. Okay. And don't be an idiot and don't date an idiot. Date people who are emotionally mature and become emotionally mature yourself. Okay. Okay, guys. You heard it. You heard it here first. Send your questions, comments, reviews to me on 070 6796 don't be an idiot. <laughs> Have a good day, guys. Thank you for staying tuned.